Welcome to The Square, your podcast from the Iowa League of Cities, bringing you current and important topics from around the state to your town square. With our hosts, Mickey Shields, the Director of Membership Services, and Katie Wheeler, the League's Business Relations Coordinator. Our hosts bring you topics that matter to your town square. Hey, Mickey, welcome back to The Square. Hey, Katie. How are you today? <laughs> Very good. Good. How are you doing? Doing well. Good. Hey, before we get started, we wanted to send a big thank you out to all of our listeners. Our, the reception to this podcast has been a little bit overwhelming, to be honest with you. We, we had a board meeting last week with our executive board here at the League, talking about some of the different programs that the League provides, and we got into the square here, and it's been a surprise. Honestly, I had the number of listeners and the interest in this. So again, we want to say thank you so much for everybody uh, listening in, sending in questions, uh, sending in trivia answers, all of that. It's It's been a, a lot of fun. This is our 14th episode. We didn't know if we'd make it past five. So we're pretty <laughs> thrilled and we're going to keep on going. Yeah. Your time is valuable. So we definitely appreciate it. I think that people listen in because Mickey is so knowledgeable. He's got, <laughs> he's got no. all the answers right no. here. No, I, I think it's... Uh, <laughs> Waiting to hear all the wonderful stories that we're going to share with them, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing uh, as what we like to do, we kind of like to give a little update on the league, what's happening here before we j- jump into the episode. And as you might imagine, the uh, annual conference is fully in range now. We're about, uh, I don't know, well, we're a few weeks out anyways. Uh, that'll be September 25th through the 27th in Dubuque. Registration is happening. It's still going right now. So if you have not registered and you are interested, you can certainly do so. Um, We're going to talk a lot about our conference today. It's going to be the focus uh, of our episode. So we'll cover it in more detail. But if you're looking for any of the uh, workshops and networking opportunities, go online. The full schedule is available there, again, with online registration. We also have a huge fall after the conference, and there's no uh, no rest for the weary here at the league office, we'll be jumping right into our Municipal Leadership Academy. It's an MLA, MLA year, as we say here, uh, and it's also uh, the annual budget workshops. Those will both be held in November and December. And again, we'll be talking more about those opportunities as this episode is going to really focus a lot on the league training and the value of training. And we're also going to share some of our wonderful stories from the road and from the conference over the years. So look forward to that. And then also recently it was a... City Hall Selfie Day. Yeah. It was a great success. Thank you, everyone who sent in your photos. And they are available on the League's Facebook page. Jess Vogel in our office, our communications coordinator, put those together. Um, a lot of fun photos from different city halls around the state along with city, city officials. So we, again, we thank everybody for doing that. And I think we're ready to get started. Let's get started. <laughs> on, our, on our topic for this episode. So again, we're going to be talking about our annual conference, which is a, the biggest statewide conference for uh, cities, city officials across the state. The big deal for the League of Cities has been going on for over 100 years. And it's really important to everyone out there to get together, get some education done, networking, make some connections. And then following this conversation, we'll talk about our fall training workshops as well, the budget workshops and MLA, uh, since those are so valuable as, as well to city officials. Joining before, us, yeah, before we dive into that, we have somebody with us today. Yeah, <laughs> we do. We have a special guest. Yes. It's our, our new membership services coordinator, Bill Goldie. Welcome, Bill. Thank you. <laughs> you can speak now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- that's probably the quietest I've ever been yeah, for that long. <laughs> the longest uh, Bill's Everybody gone that with knows me. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so you've worked with cities before, Bill, and uh, before joining the league. So now that you're on this side of the fence, what's it been like uh, getting the conference ready? 
a lot more work than I thought it was. I, I attended the conference as an exhibitor, obviously, when I worked at ISG from, I think, 2011 to 2016. I really did not understand how much work and effort it takes to get the workshops together, get all the events planned. You just don't really think of it when you're not working with the league. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of fun work, as, I, as we like to say. And it, we still have a lot to go to, before we're really ready uh, for Dubuque. But it's something that uh, it's a labor of love for sure because we know how important it is to all the people that attend the conference each year. So one of the big events at the conference uh, is our welcome reception in the exhibit hall. And Katie really leads that whole effort here for us on the leagues, on the staff side of things. So, like Katie, can you describe what that's like for our listeners? Absolutely. The welcome reception on Wednesday evening is really the first time that everyone gathers together. So it's full of excitement. Um, old friends are connecting with each other, which is always so fun to see. The exhibit hall is really full of, it's very full that evening, and it's full of excitement, which mm-hmm. I absolutely love. It's a lot of fun. So not absolutely. only is it educational because you're learning new products and services, but it's also a lot of fun. And so mm-hmm. I always encourage everyone to attend, and every year we kind of have a theme. And this year the theme is luau, and so we're going to be wearing our hula skirts and our Hawaiian shirts, mm-hmm. and it'll be fun. It'll just be a relaxed environment, um, a great, like I said, a great way to learn what your city can do Absolutely. differently. So, yeah, if you want to see Bill wearing a grass skirt and a Hawaiian shirt, this is your be opportunity. There. Maybe <laughs> a, maybe a Hawaiian shirt, but a grass skirt is not <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> no, it is, uh, it, as Katie said, I mean, the word fun really does come to, into mind because in, in city government we don't always get to do that we don't always have it's a very serious thing at some at times to provide the services that we provide but it's a great opportunity for everybody kind of relax get to see each other get to meet some vendors either ones you've been working with for a long time or newer ones that you, you may your city may be trying out a new initiative needs a partner um, so it, it's a it's a wonderful opportunity to just relax and have some fun together and, and take part in that theme and so I, I hope everybody's going to wear their Hawaiian stuff or wear their beach gear. I can't wait to gear. see what you're going to wear. <laughs> I don't even know yet. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to come up with something for sure. Yes. And come see us in the exhibit hall. I think Mickey yeah. and I are going to be there. And Yeah, so that's what, it'll drop that in there. Uh, we will be doing, like last year, we're going to be recording a little live from the exhibit hall. So if anybody wants to stop by the league booth and talk to Katie and I and share their experiences, all the fun they're having, will be set up, and we'd love to have a lot of people come by and have a little chat. All right, Mickey, another big draw, if not the biggest draw of conference, <laughs> is all of the educational topics and all of the workshops. What do we have going on this year? Well, we have quite a bit. There's always a, right around 40 workshops, and that is a big uh, component to the overall conference and to offer education on pretty much everything under the sun. We've covered so many different things over the years, but we do kind of centri- uh, try to plan them out in different bracket, so to speak, to cover really important issues. We do have a leadership um, track, and within that, a leadership seminar, which will be held Wednesday. And this year, that leadership seminar, it's a three-hour workshop on the Wednesday of conference. It's a very important thing. And this year, it's going to be focused on how do you do, how do you exhibit or how do you improve your leadership at council meetings? And one of the things that Bill and I and the rest of the staff here get a ton of questions on are council meetings, just in general. And then within that topic, there's all sorts of things that when meetings go wrong, and there's poor behavior, there's pro- improper decorum, whether it be 
a citizen, which is uh, not uncommon, but also sometimes it can be a council member or the mayor or a city staff member. One of the ways that you can improve that is, is leadership, is having the proper amount and proper type of leadership to get through those tough times and to have a productive council meetings. And one of the reasons why that's so important is, I mean, council meetings, that's where the business of the city is done. So that's super important. But it's also the most public thing that cities really do. And if you have really bad meetings where you don't have good enough leadership, it reflects poorly on the entire community and people lose trust in their city government. So that's one of the things that we're going to focus on with that uh, seminar and really try to give some people, the attendees, uh, some tips on making their meetings better. Part of that's going to be we're going to utilize some role playing. We're going to have some Ooh. actors. <laughs> yep going to act out some of these bad meetings, some fake meetings, of course. If but they're not bad meetings. It's just opportunity for <clears throat> growth. That's right. right. Opportunity for growth. So we're going to act out a little bit like what it's like to have a bad citizen or kind of an unruly citizen or what happens when maybe there's a couple council members shouting at each other and uh, what happens when some of that stuff <laughs> goes down. Like they all it can happen in any, any community. And we're going to work through those issues, Bill and I. And uh, we'll kind of facilitate some of that, and it should be a lot of fun and informational. Who should attend this one? I that should be everybody. Honest to goodness, okay. uh, elected officials. You know that they're probably the ones in terms of like more hands-on, practical guidance. That they're the ones, the ones running the meetings, so they should really be involved. But staff too, because a lot of times the council members, elected officials, will lean on staff for help on. Do we have a rule on this or that or the other thing within our con- our council meeting? So staff should also be involved. Okay, so that's Wednesday, first thing. That's the big one on Wednesday. Yes, yep. so what happens the rest of the time? Bill, what other workshops can we expect? Your typical finance budget workshops, uh, a lot of community economic development type workshops, uh, a lot to do with planning. A uh, really fun one, I think, is there's going to be a workshop on how to get your morale better in your city. I mean, really, we're hoping that that workshop communities will be able to attend, see what's working in certain communities and what they can take back to theirs to get more community engagement. Just a variety of really good workshops. Absolutely. And we do break them onto tracks a little bit. We have some leadership ones. We have advanced track. We have economic development. So there's a lot of things that Mm -hmm. uh, we try to help organize them for people that may be interested in a particular type of training. One thing, too, that we always tell folks is if you're coming with multiple members from your community is to break those up. Try to get to as, as many different workshops as you can as a team and bring those notes back to share with others from your community and from your city. Uh, it's very helpful. It's a little pro tip there. That is for, a good tip. For people, yeah. Because there are one, one complaint, if you can call it a complaint, each year when we're planning these out, we look back at the evaluations. There's always say, There's always a handful of comments that say something to the effect of, I wish I could have gone to 10 more workshops. You know, mm-hmm. it's just impossible. There's only so many workshop sessions, and we do six or seven workshops within each session, so you can't be everywhere at once. But mm-hmm. there are so many great options that people always kind of walk away feeling like, ah, oh, I wish I could have gone to the other one, mm-hmm. but, I, you know, I chose a different one. Yeah, that is a good tip. Yeah. So beyond the education, which is obviously very important, the conference offers some great network, networking opportunities. Katie, you want to describe... Yeah. A few of those. Yeah. So obviously Wednesday night in the exhibit hall we mentioned, and then that's also opened on Thursday morning, and that's always a great place to network, meet old friends, and make new friends. Um, we also have an opening lunch, mm-hmm. and that will be on Thursday also. Yeah. And the topic this year is going to be on fundamism. We're having a speaker come in, Paul Long, and I'm excited about this because I think finding ways to bring 
fun back into the work environment is beneficial. And so I'm excited to hear what he has to say. You bet. We will also have the awards banquet on right. Thursday evening. And that's Mickey, a big deal. Yeah. Explain yeah. a little more about that. Yeah. That, that's one of the things that I think uh, when it comes to the networking type opportunities, that's a huge one. That's where we celebrate cities. We have our all-star awards uh, presentations to the, the communities that win those. It will also be announcing that night the People's All-Star Award winner. And that's something that we do on Facebook, so, which will be happening right now. So if you want to, any listener out there wants to take part in the All-Star People's Choice uh, Tournament, you can do so by liking the pictures on our Facebook page. That'll go right up through the conference. Uh, so we celebrate those cities. We also celebrate a handful of individual award winners, Hall of Fame, our Rhonda Wood, Rhonda Wood Smith Award, and uh, Legislative Service Award. So there, it's, a, it's kind of our awards banquet where we get to, again, salute those people who have uh, done some great work in their communities. Mickey, I have a confession to make. What's that? I don't know if I've made it through an awards banquet without crying ever. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> there's always at least one or two things that are kind of like, oh boy. Just you know, somebody that really always, went above and beyond or Hall of Famers. Yeah, the or, Hall of Famers are yeah. always a surprise. So right. they're so surprised and humbled and it's always amazing yeah. to see because those individuals already always are very humble yeah. people mm-hmm. and well-deserving. So that it always... Uh, Always makes me cry a little bit. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. Show a little emotion. Shows yeah, you care. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. No, no, it is. It's pretty emotional. It's, it, but it's also it's 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 a wonderful thing uh, that the league does, and I think I know our members appreciate it quite a bit. Uh, then we wrap up Friday with a closing brunch, right? Well, before that, we have the president's oh, reception. Oh, goodness. How could I forget and that? And that's always a that's fun one of the highlights. That's a highlight for Mickey, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you can get me on a dance floor. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Sign me up. Yes. Yeah. And then, yes, and then Friday morning, we wrap it up with the closing brunch. <clears throat> and this year, the I'm excited about this topic. We're kind of doing something a little different, which mm-hmm. I think is going to be a lot of fun. Do you want to explain that, Mickey? Yeah, we're going to do something. We're going to play off the theme. This year's theme of the conference is City Shine. And we're going to have a facilitated discussion where we'll give the mic to people, the attendees, to talk about how their cities shine, what they've done as a city government or as a community to get different projects done, different initiatives that have really made them stand out or made them uh, something they've improved upon or an an amenity that they've added to their communities, anything like that. And we'll just give people a couple minutes each, walk up the room for a little while. And I think partly it's a a pat on the back, but it's also to share with others what you've done that has been successful and others can utilize that back in their own communities. Absolutely. I know for me personally, when I attend conferences, I learn so much from hearing what other people are doing. And so I think this is a great way to not only, like you said, let cities shine, but also just to gain, you know, different skills and information from other, your peers. Right. And so I, I'm excited about that. Yeah, that should be a lot of fun. So before we uh, wrap up this first segment, we wanted to share a couple of our conference stories from years past that are How fit, many years, fit Mickey? for the air. <laughs> well, How this, many years is this for you? Uh, my first league conference was in 2008 in Council Bluffs. I was like three weeks into the job, so I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I was given a handful of assignments, and I basically had to ask everybody, like, where do I go? What do <laughs> I do? <laughs> Please tell me what to do. Uh, so that was... A long time ago. That was now. your first one. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, I planned the conference in 2008. I was here and I did my share of planning that year, except I was pregnant and <laughs> had a baby just a couple weeks before. So Excused I didn't absence. go to that one. <laughs> so 2009 would have been my first one that I attended. Okay. Yeah. 
So over those over those years, many Nikki, years, let's hear your your highlights. Oh, there's so many. Um, well, in 09, pretty sure it was 09, and I'm gonna get in trouble if I get this wrong. But my wife Emily attended one. She used to work for the Rebuild Iowa office, and they had a booth in our exhibit hall. So we, funny enough, we uh, kind of worked the room together, so to speak, as a couple. This is before we were even married. There's a joke in there that Katie there. wanted to say. Sealed the deal right there. Right. That's what sealed was, it for Emily. She was I so think. impressed by <laughs> the League of Cities. <laughs> so impressed by Mickey working the room with uh-huh. her. Yep, yep. So that one always stands out. Um, I think that was in Davenport, pretty sure. And then these last couple of years have been a lot of fun. The, the presence reception, we've had live music, live bands, and they've been, they've really brought out uh, the best in people, especially our fearless executive director, Alan Kemp. Uh, getting out on the, <laughs> getting out on the dance floor, and it's just been fun to see staff and attendees just really mixing it up and you know, a lot of smiles on people's faces and belting out covers from popular songs and just stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's, it's been pretty cool. Can we expect that this year? We do have a live band, and we do have they're going to play some songs. I've been told there might be a little heavy on the countryside, which um, I'll just hum along to. You'll know some of them. They, know it won't all be country. You'll know them. It'll be good. <laughs> uh, maybe like Garth Brooks, circa like, I don't know, early 90s. I'm thinking it was like junior high dances. I can remember some of those Garth Brooks songs. <laughs> okay. I can't wait to see your moves. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Okay. Well, there's lots of memories that I have. I would say, obviously, I work pretty heavy in the exhibit hall. So I always love to see people dress up in the exhibit hall. There was a year that we did 70s, and, I mean, just seeing everyone's oh, attire yeah. was amazing. Mm, was and I will probably never forget that. Yep. Um, and then also in the exhibit hall, I love every year to see the excitement of people when they win prizes. They get so, everyone gets so excited. <laughs> and it's like it's the best job in the whole wide world because, you know, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, it's like a game show host. Yeah. Just going to hand out prizes. For sure. Um, and then I always like to see old friends that, yeah. you know, I've made through the years. And that's always fun. And then one year, Shannon Busby in our office and several <laughs> other staff members went to a Rob Zombie concert after the exhibit hall closed. And I will honestly never forget <laughs> yeah. that in my life. Rob Zombie is not up my alley at all. <laughs> and I think I had nightmares. Oh my goodness. And maybe that's why it's ingrained in my head. I don't know. <laughs> You're leaving out a key component. How'd you get into that show? Well, that one somebody let us into. But <laughs> yeah. we have snuck into a few concerts right. after. Every now and then our conference coincides with some kind of like concert going on, you know, nearby in the in the you know, there's in the casino or something like that. If we're at a place that has a casino. So there's, there's been some opportunities to see some different acts over the years. Yes, that's one I will never forget. So that yeah. wasn't actually during the event, but honestly, it's ingrained in my head forever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. What about you, that. Bill? Well, I can't talk about a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> be calling out a few people of, uh, let's just say, I know, I think the Dubuque uh, Casino closes at 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. I remember that from the last time we were there. Somebody told you about that. Oh, yeah. Somebody told me about <laughs> yeah. that. I don't know that firsthand. Um, you know, That's definitely past my bedtime. I think, you know, from, from a vendor side of things, I think it was Dubuque when it was the, was it 70s theme back then? Was that, that the right conference? Yeah. 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 I remember we had, we created a standee where people could put their heads in so mm-hmm. you know everybody was decked out in like disco attire and mm-hmm. we snapped pictures for the folks that came out to our booth I, that was pretty memorable also i think even from the vendor side of things um 
being able to put on one of the workshops, I was able to do that with capital planning, and that got me connected with an awful lot of communities mm -hmm. that I ended up working with for a number of years. Mm -hmm. That was my first exposure. So even for the league partners or folks that put on these educational pieces, it's a great opportunity to go out there, and that's how you get to know communities really well. So I would say those are probably my favorite stories from the conference. Cool. Now that I'm with the league, it'll be a lot different than <laughs> yeah. a lot yeah. different New experience. And you know what? I always say this, you know, people who are always saying, like, what's your favorite sport? It depends on the season. Yeah. And so I am telling you, this year is going to be a great year, and we're going to have new memories, and they will be our favorite. Yep, absolutely. Well, let's pause there, and we'll come back to our training discussion after doing this month's Your Questions Answered. All right, Mickey, we are back with your questions answered. And as always, you can send your questions into the square at iowaleague.org. And November 5th is going to be here before we know it, Mickey. It sure is. It's an election year yes. for cities. So the question is, what kind of election system can my city use? Well, it's a great question. It's sort of basic, but also convoluted at the same time, the answer is. First of all, it's basic in the sense there's four permissible methods, and that is nomination by convention, nomination by petition, nomination by petition with a runoff election, and then nomination by petition with a primary election. I think you're speaking of four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, this is where it gets a little messy. <laughs> now, the state code, the default is nomination by petition with a primary election. Very, oh, quite a few cities have actually switched that. You can switch it by ordinance to the nomination by petition, just a straight up election at that point. Very few cities have the nomination by, by convention or the nomination by petition with a runoff election. That's, a, that's pretty rare. So the, the two most common are easily nomination by petition or nomination by petition with a primary election. So those are the systems that you can use. If you ever wanna use it, you have to change your election system before 90 days of the, uh, of the ele regular election. So we're actually within that schedule now. So whatever your system, your city has now, that's in place for this coming election. But that really informs you both on how nominations are done, which is obviously a key part to get how people can get their name on the ballot, and then how the actual election is done. So if you have a primary election, you may have multiple elections because you're trying to winnow the list down to two people. Whereas, again, most cities just use a nomination system by petition where it's just people can nominate themselves or get nominated, get the required number of signatures, and their name goes on the ballot. You could have two people contesting for one seat on the council. You could have seven. Just depends on how many people actually put their name forward. So it's it's a little messy. Do definitely double check with a couple places. Your city hall, city clerk should have the ordinance that describes the city's election system. And then every county auditor out there is the person who's going to run the city election from a management standpoint. And they should also know what kind of system each city has in their county. Awesome. And, you know, I'm just going to put a plug in. If you have questions on that, give Mickey or Bill a call. They can absolutely, absolutely help you We'll with walk that you through also. that. We have a city candidates guide. Anybody listening, if you're considering running for office, check that out. It's a great resource. We send them out to each city. We have a bunch here at the office. If anybody out there wants copies of that city candidates guide, it'll describe uh, the election system as well as campaign finance laws, a little basics on city government, walks you through to, uh, some of the just what, how, to, how to run for office. So it's a great resource as well. Perfect. The Square is brought to you by the Iowa League of Cities. Come and see us at www.iowaleague.org. All right, we're going to come back in with 
the get to know your league segment. And we have obviously none other than the man that's been with us this during this podcast, Our guest host. Bill Goldie. I think this is day 90 today. Actually. Is it really? Yeah. This is my three month anniversary of the you, league you today. Passed. Well, happy anniversary. Well, thank you. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so that's so we know how long you've been yeah, here. Yeah, I've been at the league for three months. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so what do you do? I am, what am I? I am the member services coordinator, which means I spend about 85% of my time on the phone working with our uh, working with our members on any questions that they might have of what's in city code, even just a sounding board about, you know, best practices. And that's essentially what I do most of the mm-hmm. time. So it's like free city therapy. Exactly. Actually, as I, I knew a lot of communities coming into this job, and we'll get into that in a minute, uh, but I get a lot of clerks that are joking with me. I can call you up now, and I don't even have to pay you for the advice. <laughs> That's right. Because there you're not a consultant go. anymore. Yeah. So I yeah. can call you up and have you on speed dial. Yeah. And oh. really, that's what's happened over Listen. the last three months. Speaking of that, come see me at conference and I'll give you guys their cell phone numbers. You can come day or night. Yeah, that's right. Oh, trust me. There's plenty <laughs> of people that still, I have the same cell phone number and there's yeah. plenty of people that still have it. Nowadays, though, with all the random phone numbers, you guys get those random calls. Oh, yeah. All the political calls and whatnot. So in the half the time, like, I don't even know if they're legit or not. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should answer this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do a five minute survey. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. So a little background, Bill. Where did you grow up? Go to school, previous jobs, all that fun stuff. Sure. I, I grew up in the Philadelphia area, uh, really South Jersey, right outside of Philadelphia. I wasn't ready as one of those folks that wasn't ready to go to school, uh, right, you know, go to college right out of high school. So I spent four years in the Navy. Finally, I ended up landing in Colorado. Um, I was going to go to school at Colorado State after I got out of the Navy, but I started working at Blockbuster Video of all places, and they kept promoting me, so I delayed going to college. Uh, I ended up meeting my wife in Colorado. She ended up getting a job at in Mankato. She was the Associate Director of Alumni Relations at Minnesota State University, Mankato. Finally went back to school in 2003, um, got my degree in urban and regional planning from MSU Mankato. And from there, I uh, went on to be a city administrator up in Minnesota for a while. Also have some community and economic development background w- w- up in Minnesota. And then back in 2010, I think, I got approached by INS Group, which other, which many people know as ISG, uh, to join them. And I was their planning group leader for a number of years before coming to the league. So most of my experience with the Iowa communities uh, that I work with is back, you know, I know from back at my time at ISG. Yeah. So when you're not in the office, where can you be found? What kind of fun stuff do you like to do? Uh, Chasing my dogs in the backyard. We got (laughs) two five-month-old beagle puppies, so that's really occupying a lot of our time. Uh Uh, My wife and I, we, we love national parks. We love history. So that's one thing that's always a big deal for us every year is to hit a couple of national parks or hit a few historic sites. Uh, we really love doing it. I like getting in a car and driving long, long distances. And, mm. and, you know, this year we didn't because we ended up picking up the Beagles, but we ended up, we were planning a trip to Theodore Roosevelt National Park, Badlands, okay. Wind Cave and back. So we we try to do something like that every year. Wow. What's your favorite national park? You've been to Rocky Mountain National Park by far. Wow. Been there probably 
20 times oh and it's part part of it because huh. i live in colorado right, okay. right. by far though i love rocky mountain cool that is a pretty area it's gorgeous on a side note if you see bill ask him to see a picture of his dogs they're absolutely yeah. i don't have any adorable I only, i've got about seventy-five thousand in my phone <laughs> right now they are so cute so uh, Speaking of that, we need to have like a bring your pet to work day. I'm all for it. I would love it. I I want to hold Bill's dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they if, don't let you hold them much. What about the non-pet people? What are we supposed to do? Go get you a pet. You can stay in your office. I'll go capture something in the <laughs> in the woods behind my house. You can borrow one of mine. Try it, yeah, see what I can get. No, that would be fun actually. So, what is the best career advice you have ever received? It's always a loaded question. The best career advice I ever received was do something that you enjoy. If you do not do something that you enjoy, you're going to be absolutely miserable and mm -hmm. you're going to probably change jobs often. I mean, that's part of the reason why I landed at the league. I, I really enjoy helping our members come up with solutions to their problems. That's the one thing that I enjoyed while at ISG is talking through, hey, Bill, how would you go about doing this? We're trying to get more people down on our main street, what can we be doing? You know, just brainstorming back and forth and really just um, being a resource for some of these communities that are having problems with finance or anything else like that. I, I have a passion for local government. Mm -hmm. That's why this is the perfect job for me. Yeah. So I took that advice, do something that you enjoy. Absolutely. And that's Great why advice. I only spent four years in the Navy too. I did not enjoy that so much. <laughs> well, at least you found out. Yeah. Change, yeah. change paths. Well, very glad I did yeah. did that, but right. very proud of my service, but oh, right. definitely not a 30-year guy. Right. All right, Bill, 90 days in so far. What's What do you enjoy the most? Working with working Mickey. Ooh, oh, my yeah, goodness. He's so knowledgeable. Isn't he is. He? He's the walking code book. He really is. Uh, well, if, I ever, if I'm ever stuck and I can't find something, it's always call Mickey, call Mickey. No, I've, I've known – Mickey and I have known each other for a number of years now, and again, I mean, I enjoy the entire – getting to know the entire staff here. Everybody's been great to work with, but I've got a good rapport with Mickey and I'm glad to be part of his team. Bill, I don't know if you've listened to our past podcasts or not, but there was an episode where Mickey shared when he was little that oh he my. memorized the directory. <laughs> I'm never going to forget that. Why are we bringing this up? I should have I'm not surprised that. by that. Yeah. Doesn't that, it all makes sense now. It brings Absolutely. It all full circle. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> well, I know I always have a safety net. If I'm, if I'm ever wondering whether or not I'm giving proper advice, I can hit pause and call Mickey and say, <laughs> okay, because he can recite where encoded it is. I don't know if that's well, and then a he can thing also, to brag about. <laughs> he can also say, oh, they're over in Northwest Iowa and they have a population of 5,223. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. That's uh, pretty pile embarrassing. True statement. Yep, yep. True statement. Yep. Pile on. Go ahead. So uh, last question for you, Bill. Are the Phillies going to make the playoffs? No. Oh man! Pretty solid. Oh, yeah. like a true Philly sports fan. <laughs> yes, that's the one thing I did leave out. I'm a huge Philadelphia sports fan. Uh -huh. It's football season now, so a fly, sports... fly Eagles, fly! Right, a, a sports fan uh, group that is known for their what toughness would be a or right way to say this, perhaps. Uh, you know, not the most optimistic group of fans out there. You mean throwing snowballs at Santa? <laughs> right. That's what they're pretty much known for? Yeah. Right. That's, that's very true. Right. Is the Eagles uh, the team that may have the movie about them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Um, yes, Mark exactly. I love that movie. <laughs> about Vince Papali. Yes. 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 
Yes. Okay. Well, on, every that, Eagles, on that note. Every Eagles fan knows Vince Papali, too. Oh, my. Okay, yeah, let's get off the Eagles. Uh, yeah. all right, I hey. just liked Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I was going to say, there might be a little Mark Wahlberg influence happening there. All right, Bill. Thanks for hopping on the square. Thank you so much. It's been so fun getting to know you more. Well, thank you, Katie. <laughs> Okay, we are going to close things up as we normally do with our monthly trivia. And we have our trivia expert, Ryan Peeler, here to answer an, a question again. And that is from last time was, is, what is, was, in what year did IMWCA start offering coverage? While I appreciate the trivia expert label, <laughs> you are. I'm just going to go ahead and say that I Googled it and it's 1983. <laughs> 1983. That predates Katie. We've established Katie. that. I was yeah. a mere three years old. The White Sox, Chicago White Sox, made the world, or the, uh, they made the playoffs that, that year. Um, they were called Winning Ugly. Tony LaRusso was their manager who later went on to manage the Oakland A's to and the St. Louis Cardinals, the championships. For some reason, he didn't want to stay on the south side of Chicago. Crazy guy. Could have used him for a while. But anyways, 1983. Learn something new That's what stands day. out to me. <laughs> Learn something new every day. Okay. And our new trivia for this episode is... What city did the Red Delicious Apple originate from? With fall coming up, we thought this was a great question. So I can't wait to hear everyone's answer. And here's your big hint. It's a city in Iowa. Really? Huh. <laughs> and, okay. and I will go ahead and contribute another one. This one may be under dispute right. by some cities. We might have a couple of people okay. call in or send emails in with answers I on hope this they trying don't to throw claim red delicious apples at us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, well, hey, thanks again to all the listeners. We do appreciate it quite a bit. Uh, thanks to Bill for joining us. And uh, as usual, as always, stay up to date with the league, with League Weekly, or our weekly e, e newsletter. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Send us questions. Send us comments to the square at iwaleague.org. And Katie, thank Have you. a good rest of your week, <laughs> everyone. Thanks for listening.